0: How much do you both know about the origin of Mother's Day?
1: Is it not a Hallmark holiday?
0: It is not. The woman who founded Mother's Day spent the latter part of her life trying to destroy Mother's Day. She goes to buy her annual Mother's Day carnation, and she is outraged because the price has skyrocketed because of high demand, because everyone's buying carnations on Mother's Day now. So she yells at the florist, she calls him a profiteer, but in 1923, she files a lawsuit to prevent a Mother's Day festival from happening. Hello and welcome to Broad's You Should Know, the podcast about amazing, badass, noteworthy women from history class that your history teacher probably missed. I am Chloe Sky.
1: I'm Jupiter F. Stone. And I'm Sarah Gorski.
0: So today, seeing as uh, Mother's Day has, has just passed uh, when this episode is coming out, how much do you both know about the origin of Mother's Day?
1: Oh... <laughs> I know that I've originated from my mother, but... Uh,
0: but not the holiday itself. No,
1: is it not a Hallmark holiday?
0: It is not a Hallmark holiday. Uh. It is not? I mean, Hallmark kind of took it and ran with it. And but I, I want to say, I, I didn't want... To do this episode. <laughs> I really was, I was not interested in covering the story of the woman who started Mother's Day. Like that's like, you know, that's cool and all, but that's not the level of broad we typically cover on this show until mm-hmm. I discovered in reading this story that the woman who founded Mother's Day spent the latter part of her life trying to destroy Mother's Day. <laughs>
1: well
2: whoa
0: because she thought it had become too commercialized and taken over by capitalism and she thought it was destroying the spirit of what she originally intended well she's right she she is she is right so so I, i i decided to to do a little more research and the more research i did the more fascinating the story became so i'm going to cover anna jarvis
2: Hannah Jarvis. I've never heard of her.
0: She she founded Mother's Day, and her mother, Anne Jarvis, is the inspiration for Mother's Day.
1: Uh, her mother. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: All right. It's kind of a too broad episode, because they're both equally badass. I also w- would like to mention that uh, Mother's Day or variations of Mother's Day have existed as far back as we know as, like, ancient Greece. So, like, it's not the origin of Mother's Day, but it's the origin of the day we celebrate in America today, which is the second Sunday in May that we call Mother's Day, and it happens every year.
2: Fair, fair, got it.
0: Anna yeah. Jarvis was born in Webster, West Virginia, in ooh. May of 1864.
1: Ooh, ooh, you took me to a place. I've been listening to this podcast now. I was actually able to visualize that shit. Yeah, yes, please. Continue. There you go. Uh,
0: <laughs> she is the she is the ninth of twelve children.
2: Happy Mother's Day, my God! <laughs> twelve children.
0: But but the thing is, eight of those twelve children die in infancy.
2: Right, yeah, because so
0: it's, it's the 1800s. mid mid eighteen hundreds, mm-hmm. you know, and our our second broad this episode, Anne, who is the founder or not the inspiration for Mother's Day, she is an activist. She around around this time and before this liked to form sort of social justice clubs for women. She called them Mother's Day Work Clubs. She later changed the name to Mother's Friendship Clubs. Mm. And they were specifically dedicated to improving the sort of health and sanitation conditions that contributed to the high child mortality rate. So oh. these these Mother's Friendship Clubs provided medicine, nursing, and care for the poor and sick, people suffering from tuberculosis. And they just made it their mission to like try to help out people who don't have means.
2: Wow. Whoa. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. So after the civil war started, Anne brings several of her clubs together and says, okay, you all have to pledge to me right now that you're not going to choose sides in the war. You're going to treat any soldier who comes to you who's wounded and you will take care of them. Like, it doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're not going to be a political club. We are mothers. And we want to take care of our babies who are out there fighting each other f- over some bullshit. Or slavery. Or slavery. You know, not really the focus of these of these <laughs> clubs. They don't want to take a stance on slavery. They just want to be mothers and care for the wounded. Mm-hmm. You know, you can feel any type of way you want to feel about that.
1: I got some fucking feelings about that. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. But shit. But
2: hmm. You
0: know, these people, they... They exist. They're in history.
2: I get it. I just wish they were interested in ending slavery. I do too. But also, you know, it's
0: I think it's tough to be in West Virginia in the 1800s and, you know,
2: to have a group, first to, of all. To have a group. Just the fact that they're even like That's true. I suppose it's at least good to acknowledge like they didn't support one side or the other. So yeah.
0: Right. They were both sides in it. They were like, we think that children should deserve care. <laughs> And that is our only point of view.
1: I mean, that's fair. I get that. Right? I get it.
0: After the war ends in 1868... Anne organizes Mother's Friendship Day, which brought together families from both sides of the war to force a reconciliation. Now, I did not see if any of these families who were brought together were black. I feel like they probably weren't. I feel like it was probably white families from either side of the conflict. But she brought together white families and forced them to get along and say, like, we got to put this behind us. Like, the war is over now. We got to move on.
1: Move mm-hmm. on. gone on with the wind <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: And speaking about the purpose of this day, this Mother's Friendship Day, she said, it is to revive the dormant filial love and gratitude that we owe to those who gave us birth, Ugh. to obliterate family estrangement, to create a bond of brotherhood through the wearing of a floral badge, to make us better children by getting us closer to the hearts of our good mothers, to brighten the lives of good mothers, to have them know we appreciate them, though we do not show it as often as we ought, Mother's Day is to remind us of our duty before it is too late. There's a whole lot more to that quote, but I, I cut out. A, Ooh, it, I was, uh, it was very repetitive.
1: It goes and, on forever. <laughs> it sounds like something your mother would make you say about her.
2: Keep going. You <laughs> forgot. But you have to you remember, forgot. too, it's 1800s. So women yeah. are like super shat on. 100%. True. Su- right. Like to say that, to acknowledge mothers, is actually actually that was a, a big deal, I think. Yeah.
0: I think I'm, it definitely wasn't happening Probably at all.
1: Because what were their jobs? To have babies, to, like right? Yeah,
0: have babies and then take care of those babies while the man does everything else.
1: That's right. So it's like Mother's Day. Like yeah. literally, it's like this is your identity. Yeah.
2: Woman. And to take right. care of their man babies too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. Let's not let's not forget. But generally, she believed that any any
0: conflict that exists between people can be solved by appealing to the love of a mother. She probably would have loved the ending of Batman v Superman when Batman and Superman realize their mom has the same name and they decide to stop fighting.
2: Uh Ain't nobody loved that movie, Chloe.
0: I think Anne Jarvis would have been a fan.
1: (laughs) 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 It's funded by...
0: So back to Anna. She moves away from home. She lands in Philadelphia, even though Anne really wanted her to return home and live with her. She she becomes successful. She becomes a life insurance company's first female literary and advertising editor.
2: Ayyy!
0: her. I know, right? Like, that alone could have made her abroad, you should know. Yeah. But uh, when, when her father dies in 1902, Anna insists that her mother move to Philadelphia and live with her. So she does. Her health declines over the next couple of years, and Anne dies in 1905. Anna makes a promise at her funeral to both her and to God that someone would follow through on Anne's wish to create a National Mother's Day. Ooh. So for the next two years, she attempts to think of ways to make that happen. By 1907, she decides to throw a small get-together gathering to commemorate the life of her mother. It was here that she announces her intention to create a national day to honor mothers everywhere. And by the next year, she has convinced Philadelphia and her mother's church in West Virginia to officially celebrate Mother's Day on the anniversary of her death, which this particular year fell on the second Sunday in May.
1: Oh, oh my gosh, we're all celebrating some dead lady? We
0: are all celebrating anne Jarvis's death on wow. Mother's Day.
2: We're all celebrating Mother's everywhere, she said. We are. Oh, right, 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 right. right. Sorry. Yeah, that yeah, is the purpose. That's what I meant. That's the purpose of the day,
0: Jupiter. <laughs> to to remember mothers because we owe them so much and we don't show it enough.
1: Right. So and this is in 1908.
0: This is 1908.
1: Why are people listening to her? I well, mean, I'm so glad they are, but get it. That's like,
0: I mean, her mother's church in West Virginia did it because their her mother was such an active member of their church and like everything that she did with these Mother's Day clubs, like she did through the church.
1: So, like, all
0: the good that she's doing for these children and for the community and bringing families together, like, it's all through the church.
1: Right, because it's not so much about just being a mother, but, like, hey, I had a baby, but what mothers do. What mothers are supposed to do.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. And people need, you know, people need things to celebrate. Like, people want... Look at look at how many days we have today. That's true. Like, look at, like National <laughs> Donut Day. Yeah, we just keep Like, get National one. Bacon Day. Like, people... Like, any... I mean, of course, there's all this marketing shit rolled up and all that sure. as well. But, like, people do want reasons to celebrate and and things to, like, pass the time. So, people like it. People brings people hope and joy.
0: For sure. Mm-hmm. So... After this, after she successfully threw, like, a a couple of small local Mother's Days in 1908, she organizes a nationwide letter-writing campaign so that Mother's Day can be celebrated everywhere. Uh, She and her supporters write to ministers, politicians, business people, anyone with any amount of sway to achieve their goal. And the next year, 1909, 45 states celebrate Mother's Day.
1: Whoa! Whoa. That is impressive.
0: 45 out of, at this time, it's 48, I think? When did Alaska become a state?
1: When they lost the fight.
0: <laughs> okay, that's probably true.
2: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um,
0: it's, it's either 48 or 49 states at this point, because Hawaii is later. Wow, um, they wrote and- the
2: right women to get everyone activated.
0: Right, yeah, and then five years after that, nineteen fourteen, President Woodrow Wilson officially named Mother's Day a national holiday and around this time is where things start to go wrong in Anna's eyes. oh no she she said her her intention originally was for Mother's Day to be a time to go to church to send letters to your mom and to spend time with your mom and as the years go on, more and more people are... Buying greeting cards and gifts and throwing events and parties. And in her eyes, it became more about the money than it was about actually celebrating mothers. And it became a sort of like obligation rather than something you're doing because you actually want to support your mom. She's quoted as saying, a printed card means nothing except that you are too lazy to write the woman who has done so much for you more than any other woman in the world and candy you take a box to your mother and then eat most of it yourself. A Ooh. pretty sentiment.
2: Ooh. Damn. I feel, I feel like, a little personally attacked by that. I mean, <laughs> kind
1: of. <laughs> And you want me to celebrate or not? <laughs> she
0: just, she wasn't happy with how, how everything turned out. One year, she goes to buy her annual Mother's Day carnation, because she started this trend to buy a carnation, uh, a white carnation if your mom is dead, and a red carnation if she's still alive.
1: I love this.
2: Sarah, morbid check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it, except I think that carnations are kind of lame. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what am I, like, Let's on my list of flower. flowers that are lame, carnations are on? Awesome.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it's a mother flower. Do it's the motherly smell? flower. I know they
2: keep very well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pin them,
0: pin them on yourself. They're easy. They don't die last.
2: really fast. They don't exactly. work really fast. Yeah, yeah.
0: So anyway, she goes to buy her annual Mother's Day carnation, and she is outraged because the price has skyrocketed because of high demand because everyone's buying carnations on Mother's Day now.
1: No real shit. She did that. This is your fault. It is her fault. It is her fault. <laughs> so... <laughs>
2: I, like, kind of love her. She's hilarious. I know,
0: right? (laughs) So she yells at the florist. She calls him a profiteer. And in 1923, she files a lawsuit to prevent a Mother's Day festival from happening. What? She later attends a Mother's Day convention and is arrested for disturbing the peace.
2: Oh, Ah!
1: my
0: God. Because she goes out to the people who are selling carnations and she just gives them shit. She just gives them so much shit and Hell she gets yeah. arrested.
2: Hell you You know what? Hot take. What do you think her mother would say if her mother was still alive? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a good question. I feel like, I feel like she might feel similarly about like the way that the day is going. Uh, I don't know if she would condone starting, starting fights over it.
1: Right. She, <laughs>
0: like you're doing this in my name like this is my day you're ruining it
2: they're ruining it
0: everyone's ruining it everyone um by 1943, which is 20 years later, she is organizing a petition to rescind Mother's Day officially nationwide. But her health starts declining, and uh, she has to stop because she's a, she's put into a sanitarium. And what as a the,
1: wait, what's a sanitarium?
0: So that is like it's a place for people whose health is so bad that you might be at risk to the general population. Oh, so they keep you they it they sort of treat you like you're in an asylum, like you're like locked away from everybody that everyone's really careful like not to come near you so she sort of cut off contact from all the people who were helping her organize this petition but in a a twist all of her medical bills while she's in this sanitarium are paid for by people in the floral and greeting card industries
1: (laughs) those carnations those carnations though i bet you're not mad now (laughs)
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> we're, we
1: Oh my god. this should not be so funny, but that is so
0: funny. <laughs> I know. We're literally keeping you alive so that you can continue watching us make money off of your mother's holiday.
2: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: Amazing.
0: And every year on Mother's Day because she is the mother of Mother's Day and has no children of her own, she receives thousands of cards and letters. <laughs> from mothers across the country oh and from children across the country saying thank you so much for being the mom of all moms
2: dude those companies paying their bills is like og trolling it kind of
0: is like it's like on some level there's like a guilt thing to it like we're sorry we you know took over your holiday but you know it's also definitely i don't think they are sorry
2: I don't, don't think, think they so? were sorry for one second. <laughs> Like second. We're going to
1: keep you alive so you see this. Huh? Yeah, we
0: want you to watch.
1: That's rude.
0: As, as we wreck your mother's legacy.
1: But also, how telling is it that people really don't, like, they just take things for face value and they don't look a little deeper. Like, you went not look to see who the person who you're writing a card to, how they feel about this? <laughs> you didn't, did you?
0: Well, um, some reporters visited her later later on in life and some of the cards, especially the ones from children, she she actually like really liked and hung up on her wall. So it wasn't all bad, hmm. but I'm sure the, the fact one they that meant it. yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she ends up dying in the sanitarium in 1948. So she's kept alive there in five for five years, and she dies at age 84 in 1948. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the end of of that story. But I I got really curious, uh, <laughs> after learning how Mother's Day came about, I was like, so, like, what's the deal with Father's Day? Cause, <laughs> oh, so oh. are you, are you at all interested in learning a, a little bit, like, it's much less information about the origin of Father's Day?
2: Uh, yes. Well, it doesn't have anything to do with broads, but I'll allow, a, I'll allow a short respite from broads.
0: It actually is started by a woman named Sonora Smart Dodd. So, it technically is a third broad, <laughs> Father's Day started by a woman. She, after the first Mother's Day celebration nationwide, she decides there should be an equivalent holiday for fathers because, uh. because she was raised by a single father.
1: Wow! Well, I'm, this, this episode has me really emotionally conflicted.
0: I know, you're going all the directions with it. Uh. <laughs> this is why I was like, I have to do this, even though I don't want to. I have to cover all this.
1: Uh, it's good stuff.
0: So she goes around after the first Mother's Day and tries to drum up support for the idea of a Father's Day. Her father, while being a single father who raised her, fought originally for the Confederacy in the Civil War, but then he lost a battle and was captured by the Union and said, screw it, I'll fight for you instead. So he just joins the Union Army and helps them. So Sonora is proudly a member of the United Daughters of the Confederacy and the Daughters of Union Veterans. And Whoa. that's, like, one of those things that she's, like, super proud of is, like, my dad fought for both sides. This
1: sounds really similar to the beginning of this podcast. It, it really where, does, doesn't it? I mean, we are gonna heal everybody. Because <laughs> they both the same side anyway.
0: Right. Oh, my God. Ugh. So... She's successful locally, and Father's Day is celebrated in Washington State in 1910, which is the year after the first National Mother's Day. In 1916, Woodrow Wilson celebrates the holiday, but he doesn't make it a national holiday. He's like, I just did Mother's Day two years ago. This is crazy. I'm not doing this. Um, <laughs> Woodrow Wilson hates
2: dads. Let's tweet yeah, it. Yeah, Woodrow <laughs> <laughs>
0: These are facts. Nothing but hard facts (laughs) being spit on broads you should know. Woodrow Wilson hates
1: dads.
0: (laughs) We speak the truth. Um, Eight years later, 1924, Calvin Coolidge urges all the state governments to please acknowledge Father's Day. Um, And it more or less becomes a national holiday then. But it's not until 1972 that Richard Nixon actually made it official because he had a really low approval rating. And he was like, this might help. (laughs) Wow.
1: Yeah, I'll get like all like most men right. Fucking yeah.
2: Nixon.
0: Oh he makes him
1: a whole God. political
0: push and a statement about it and he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna officially recognize dads, which no one before me had ever done. Okay. <laughs> which no one <laughs> before me had ever done. <laughs> 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 that
2: was
0: a great Nixon. Um <laughs> Interestingly in the in the late 1920s and the 1930s there's this big national push maybe involving Anna Jarvis to abandon Mother's and Father's Day and combine them into Parents Day but then the great depression happens and greeting card companies decided that they're going to make more money if they keep it separate as two holidays in different months.
1: That's a good reason to keep a binary.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and so they instead, you know, like almost doubled down on their efforts of making Mother's Day and Father's Day cards individually. And other retailers are like, you know, we should start advertising Father's Day as, like, a second Christmas, but just for the dad. And so they started really pushing out in, like, the pamphlets, like, fathers deserve tobacco and neckties and golf clubs, and you owe it. If you actually love your fathers, you'll celebrate Father's Day.
2: Wow. It's like the early men's rights activists. uh, Kind of,
0: yeah. (laughs) And so in World War II, advertisers are like, Father's Day, this is how you support our troops and support the war. Like, please celebrate Father's Day. Father's Day. Right. And so it becomes this whole thing. And uh, that's the end of my Father's Day research. So. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Enough about fathers. This Enough a about, fathers. about fathers.
0: So that's uh, so that's my research on Anne and Anna Jarvis, the founder and inspiration of Mother's Day, and then a little bit on uh, Sonora Smart Dodd, the founder of Father's Day.
1: I think that's amazing. I feel so educated. That was real condensed, and I feel like that's a really fun like party trick kind of pull out the hat thing.
2: I do like appreciate Sonora's story. I appreciate it wasn't like a men's rights activist it was like a girl who was raised by a single dad who was like oh I want to celebrate my parent but my parent's a guy (laughs) I
0: I fully expected it to just be like a bunch of dudes who were like Whoa, Whoa, Mother Mother's Day.
2: You don't
1: get that. What about
0: us? Where's our day? This I is see. bullshit.
1: You wouldn't even have a kid if it weren't for me.
0: Yeah. So I was I was actually when I looked up Origin of Father's Day and it was like I saw Sonora Smart Dodd and I was like, I truly don't know what that is. <laughs> like, is that a man? Is that a woman? <laughs> is...
2: You've never heard that name? It's like a old time uh, it's an old timey name.
0: Yeah. There we are. And women started both holidays.
2: Hey. So Love it, you're definitely.
0: welcome, fathers.
2: Yeah. And yeah. mothers
0: and everywhere. Mother. And mothers.
2: And also, you're not welcome at the same time because it's a brutal holiday. Exactly. It's a holiday. It turns out it,
0: it came about because of the Confederacy. Sort of.
1: <laughs> but and the Union.
0: And the Union. Well, just the Civil War in general. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's what we got for Anna Jarvis. Uh, do you think she's a broad? we should know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's responsible for, like, the last three weeks of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's been Mother's Day all month already. How is it? The advertisements everywhere. They're really pushing it. You yeah. better love your mom this year. Come on. Yeah. Owe it. Better
0: COVID's love your mom hard owe
2: times. It. Better love
1: her. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I want to know who's responsible for this now I do.
0: Yeah. So um if if you liked this episode, uh some some similar broads that we have we've covered in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh these are, typically I just picked women who like Accidentally started a giant movement, or like sort of intentionally started their own movement. But like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna make uh, something that never has happened before happen. Shannon Faulkner was, yeah. Uh, Jennifer Nelson, yes.
2: Wangari
0: Muta Matai, and also many of them are mothers. So
2: yeah you know, most of them
0: it all ties in
2: thank you mothers thank you mothers we love you mothers yeah. i don't think my mother listens to this podcast but i love you mom <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> that's if, nice if it
2: weren't for our moms
1: we wouldn't have this podcast
0: it's true that's a that, fact that is true we wouldn't be like we wouldn't uh, exist and the lesson of the episode is if you buy your mom candy make sure she gets to eat it
2: <laughs> it's true that, it and also, like, handwrite a card, bitches. Don't buy yeah. those weird, like, $10 cards.
1: Yeah, it's not cute. And if you
0: do, you can also write in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little personal touch never hurt. So, happy Mother's Day from Broads You Should Know. Very different from last year's Mother's Day episode on Mother Teresa. But, you know, we like to, we like to celebrate here. So, come on back Wait. next week for another Broad You Should Know. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please give us a review on iTunes. It helps people find the podcast, helps other people learn about these amazing women so that you're not the only one. Don't hog the glory. Um, and head to broadsyoushouldknow.com to check out our database of broads and to submit a potential broad if you think we should cover someone we haven't. And we will be back next week with another broad you should know.